Hello and welcome to Starting Over with Shannon. This is a podcast about fresh starts, new chapters and embracing change and challenge to become a better version of ourselves and create a better world around us. I'm your host Shannon Jenkins and every week I'll be bringing you a different starting over story with tips on how to conquer life's difficulties to find greater joy, meaning and purpose. Hello and welcome to the Starting Over podcast. This episode is all about overcoming fear and particularly the fear of failure, something that has the potential to hold us back or propel us forward depending on how we choose to face it. That fear of failure, my friends, is a challenge that so many of us grapple with in our life. It's that subtle whisper of doubt that questions our abilities, that lurking shadow that raises concerns about what might happen if we stumble or fall short or take that leap into the unknown. And let's be honest, it has the remarkable ability to keep us from creating the life we truly want. But here's the exciting part. In today's episode, we're going to unpack this fear And you are going to have some science-backed strategies to empower you to triumph over it. I'm also going to be sharing some insights, mindset shifts, and tactics that I have personally discovered and used to face my own fear of failure, which I'll be honest, has been like a persistent passenger, sometimes even a reckless, unwanted driver in my own life for as long as I can remember. So I can't wait to pass this on to you so that you can get one step or heck even a few steps closer to the life that you've been dreaming about. But first, I would be super grateful if you took a moment to leave a quick review wherever you're listening to this. I pour my heart, soul, time, energy into these episodes every week. And of course, I don't have contact particularly with you guys. So I love to hear how these episodes have helped you. So please leave a review. Otherwise, message me over on Instagram at shannonjenkins.co or email at hello at starting over with Shannon. So thanks very much in advance for that. Now, back to the topic of failure or fear of failure. Failure, failure, failure. It is like, for some of us, this word that makes us want to recoil as if it's some kind of dreadful infection that's going to contaminate our lives for good. But we fail to see it for what it is. The first attempt in learning. Anyone notice the acronym here? I think that's probably the most clever thing I can come up with this week. But yes, first attempt in learning. I will come back onto the important mindset shifts on that in a bit. But first, I want you to take a moment and pause and genuinely reflect on this question. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? In other words... What is it that you truly desire that you would actually take action on if not for that fierce, stifling grip of fear? This is a question that I've asked myself so many times and at key points in my life. And in fact, it was actually a question that led me to actually taking the leap in creating this podcast back in January 2021. And it is also guiding me on my next steps forward in my business development as well, because Quite frankly, I got to the point where I was just fed up 
of holding myself back, of doubting my abilities, of letting fear and its 101 million excuses prevent me from creating the life of my dreams. And if this is you too, and you know that your mind is going to come in with all of the reasons why something won't work or it isn't possible or it isn't realistic, just pause on that self-talk and instead carve out some space to allow a heart-led, desire-led vision of your future to emerge. Because what bold steps would you take if you knew that success was guaranteed? Now, if listening to that already, a thought or two has floated into your mind, don't ignore it. (laughs) Don't ignore it. Don't allow it to be shelved for another time, a time that that usually doesn't happen. Write it down. Make a note about this right now, journal on it later, and maybe even take some action towards it. Because what I do know, and actually what the research does show as well, is that people regret more what they haven't done rather than they what, what they have, even if it didn't work out as they expected, or even if it wasn't the success they hoped for. They regret more the fact that they haven't done something. We, especially later in life, We regret thinking that we haven't reached our full potential or that we didn't become the person we felt we were supposed to become and we could have become if only we tried, if only we had chosen courage in the face of our fears. Now, of course, this is no easy achievement, right? Because facing our fears is uncomfortable. It requires that we take action with our discomfort, rather than cowering away behind it or even trying to remove it. And there are some people who particularly struggle with this. My beloved perfectionists listening to this right now, I am looking at you. And I want to tell you why a fear of failure is so prevalent for you. So a perfectionist, this is you. You are probably somebody who has had a number of successes in your life so far but you often fail to appreciate them because you're so future focused. It's like when one thing is ticked off of your to-do list or one goal is achieved, you immediately switch to the next task or challenge without really pausing to congratulate yourself. You likely have very high expectations of yourself, you criticize yourself frequently, and you probably have some anxious tendencies as well which go hand in hand with being so future focused is this sounding like you (laughs) if it is like I said I'm fairly certain that a fear of failure is going to be a big driving force for you and actually even more of a driving force than your desire for accomplishment Brené Brown says this and I quote it frequently perfectionism is that 20 ton shield that you carry around that says If I live perfect, work perfect, look perfect, I can avoid blame, shame, and ridicule. And this is where people get this wrong. Maybe even you, you think that perfectionism is about striving to be your best self. It's actually not. It's more about striving to avoid being your worst self. You carry a constant pressure of, and anxiety around with you about not measuring up, about not succeeding, about not achieving. And that failure would, because, well, in fact, because that sense of failure would cut right to the core 
of your unworthiness or your perceived unworthiness, I should say. And this shameful feeling that you've locked away is what you run around trying to avoid. It's what you keep seeking externally to cover over. So I spoke about this in a recent episode called Four Steps, Four Simple Steps to Healing After Toxic Relationships. And the first step in this is working out what your protective self is. Seriously, I think this applies whether you've been through a toxic relationship or not, because we all have a protective self, one that we have formed in our childhood. And there are a variety of them, but a perfectionistic protective self is a very common one. So I'll explain this concept again quickly. But the idea is that we have a core wound that was created in our childhood that was too painful to feel at the time. So we built a defense around it. Imagine like you're putting on a casing of armor and that serves to protect you from vulnerability. Well, for those with this fear of failure, Like I said, you likely have a perfectionistic protective self and under that you have a lot of toxic shame buried deep within and a deep-seated fear of being unworthy and unlovable for who you truly are. So to avoid feeling that the armor that you put on is this achievement or desire for achievement. So you constantly seek external validation, approval, accomplishments to avoid feeling that false sense of inner defectiveness. But it keeps you stuck. It keeps you stuck in this cycle of when I am that or when I get that, then I will be finally worthy. And of course, for the most part, this goes on unconsciously. You're not aware of it, right? That's why we call it protective selves as well. But what I want you to know here in relation to the fear of failure is that this is why that fear can come up so intensely because you put your own worthiness on the very line and your identity feels under threat. It's often why you can also have a tendency to take life and yourself so seriously. So if this is you, I also want you to know that I understand you so deeply. Seriously, guys, like this is this is literally something that I've struggled with my whole life. And I want to share with you a few of the strategies and mindsets that have helped me to process this and to not get stuck or better to get unstuck more quickly. And I think that they're going to help you, too. So the first thing is self-compassion and inner child healing I know that you have a fierce inner critic and I speak about transforming your inner critic into your inner coach. And while this concept might seem completely far out there for you, it is honestly what you need to do and it is worth doing the work. Like mindset work, I am so big on this and how important this is because you experience your whole life through your mind, right? Like, of course, you're experiencing life in, in other ways too. You exist, you're there, but it is your interpretations and your perceptions of what is going on around you that shape how you view and experience your life. So when you have this core wound of unlovability, this toxic shame I described that you've stored deep within, everything you do in your life gets filtered through that wound. And this, again, is why I say the fear of failure can come up so intensely because you're trying to prove your worth. But I want to remind you that 
you are perfectly imperfect, just like every single other human being on this planet, and you are still worthy and lovable because of it, right? And I also want to remind you, it's okay to make mistakes. Like they are literally a natural and valuable part of learning and growing. And failure does not put your worthiness on the line. And literally, I think anyone who makes you feel that way is definitely suffering from their own deep-seated insecurities and lack of self-love. And that is an important point to remember. So whenever you can, I want you to reframe your self-talk into something that's much more compassionate, just like I have shared with you here, because this will release you from the grip of fear. And the inner child point in this is knowing, like I said, what is under that protective self that you have built up, because you need to release that shame and that fear and that guilt that you've stored deep within instead of continuing to focus outwards. And sometimes, you know, in a practical sense, I literally have this on a post-it note in front of me on my laptop, but I've, I've had to have moments recently where I imagine holding my own hand of the little Shannon that's there so desperately wanting to achieve and to succeed, but is feeling all of the fear. And I have to imagine that I'm kind of soothing her and saying, I see you. I see that you're scared right now. I understand your fears, but we are capable of doing this. We can move forward. And I find that that having that compassionate, understanding, accepting attitude can be really transformative. Secondly, I want you to reframe failure as a stepping stone to success and an unavoidable part of life. You see, the thing is, failure is not final. Imagine if you're running a race, right? You focus on that one race, the fact that you may have lost that, i.e. there is a failure there. But you don't focus on the fact that you are going to run many, many, many races in your life. And sometimes that's what you need to do. You need to zoom out and take a wider perspective on whatever challenge it is that you're facing. And of course, this is something that our brains do not want to do, especially when our fear centers are activated. But anything that you deem to be a failure or a possible failure that you are so desperately trying to avoid experiencing, you have to place it in a bigger context of your life. So just a personal example here. I remember when I left my ex-partner, when our son was seven months old, I absolutely viewed this as a failure. Like what? I was 25 years old. I had no career established. I hadn't finished university. I had a young baby, no money, no successful relationship or perfect little nuclear family like society tells you is so important. And in fact, I even recently caught up with an old university friend when I was in London And she told me about how it was, you know, the shock and scandal of my little uni cohort there, because many people thought that I'd screwed up my life and my potential. And I kind of smirked, but I was, I was unaffected by this because I know now that that so-called failure was in fact not a failure at all. It was a blessing in disguise because it was the catalyst for my own healing and self-development. And it was also the launch pad for my new business, my new relationship and my new life, which I am so much happier about. I feel so much more content, more peaceful, more even more successful, right? But I had to zoom out to be able to 
understand this to have this perspective that it wasn't final that it wasn't over that there are many races to go back to the analogy that I used before so there are so many things that you may consider to be a failure right now that in a few years time you may not even think that at all so much so that I would be tempted to say there are no mistakes there are no wrong paths Because all of these experiences are teaching you something. And one thing that I can guarantee you of is that you will learn and remember far more from your losses than you do of your victories. It is a story that I hear over and over again, including on this podcast. You know, one of my previous guests, Steph Taylor, an online business strategist whose company now makes millions per year. Her first e-commerce business in Australia, which she invested a lot of time and money into, was a complete flop. And naturally, at the time, she was engulfed with shame and fear. And she'd gone out on a limb as well to start this, and she quit a high-profile corporate job to do so. But now she seriously sees that failure as the catalyst for her future success. Like She's actually grateful for it. And she even wrote an article in Forbes recently, which I loved, which was how to fail your way to success. We need these inspirational stories and we need these reminders as well that failures can actually help us to succeed better. So zoom out and reframe failure. The third point, the fear of failure kills far more dreams than actual failure ever will. If you don't try, you fail, full stop. In fact, it's the only guaranteed failure out there because that fear, it keeps you stuck. It keeps you trapped in thought rather than action. And there is a cost to that in action as well. And ironically, it often ends up being the very lack of success that you so want to avoid. I also went through this on the episode with Dr. Luana Marquez, the Harvard-based psychotherapist, who was amazing. Loved this episode. It's probably one of my favorite episodes, actually, thus far. So if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend that you go back and do so. It's called Three Simple Steps to Transform Your Anxiety into Power. But this fear of failure essentially keeps you stuck and it shows up in sneaky ways. It can look like pursuing new sparkly ideas instead of doing whatever it is you actually need to do. It can look like researching, planning, preparing, learning rather than taking any real action. But what I want you to know is that learning without action is simply entertainment. This happens to me so much that I literally have like three layered post-it notes on my laptop in front of me. I'm not going to read them all, but a few say things like take imperfect action, allow yourself to be a beginner and stop dreaming so far ahead that you avoid taking action right here and now in the present. And a recent mantra also that came from this episode I'm speaking of that has I've found has helped me in real time when this comes up is approach, not avoid. It was one of the key takeaways that Dr. Luana Marquez spoke of that is also backed up in all of the research. 
And she says this is actually the whole basis of what is known as exposure therapy, which is basically a psychological treatment for overcoming fear and anxiety. Because fear and anxiety, it makes you want to recoil. But actually what you need to do to diminish that fear and anxiety is take steps towards it, not away from it. So if you're doing a work project and a fear of failure is springing up, instead of canning it and procrastinating for later, which is like a big F you to your future self, how can you approach, not avoid and make it easier? Like literally some of the questions I ask myself in this is how can I make this easier right now? How can I make it more simple? Lower the barriers for success. You know, it doesn't have to be a huge struggle. It's all about the gentle steps forward. So in summary, I first want you to reflect on what you would do if you knew that you couldn't fail. What bold steps would you take if success were guaranteed? I want you to carve out some time and some space to genuinely reflect on that and allow your fear mind to be set aside just for a little while, because that's where you're going to plant the seeds for your future life and create the vision for it in particular. And second, I spoke of the link between perfectionism and the fear of failure and actually being aware that there is this protective self of perfectionism that we've built around to cover the wound of shame and fear that we've stored deep within about not being enough. And honestly, the best thing you can do rather than striving ahead of achieving your goals, it would be to also carve in the time there to know that you are more than your achievements, more than your accomplishments. Your identity does not need to be on the line every time that you encounter an obstacle. And linking on from that, the importance of self-compassion and acknowledging your inner child, okay? Because like I said, that you will have that fierce inner critic, but if you can take steps to transform that inner critic into your inner coach by reframing your self-talk when something comes up, that is what is going to help you even have the success that you want and not be so caught up in the grip of fear. Next, reframe failure as a stepping stone to success because your failure is not final. You can try again and guaranteed the most successful people in the world have probably had way more failures than you and they've learned how to deal with them. Okay. It's a really, really key part. Next, know that the fear of failure kills more dreams than actual failure ever will. So I said about you've just got to try sometimes and the only guaranteed failure is when you don't. It is what keeps you stuck. And the mantra to help you with this is to approach, not avoid. So take steps to move towards your fear in a gentle way rather than recoiling in the face of it. And honestly, this is the essence of what it means to get like 1% better every day. You don't need to set the world on fire with the first try you do something. You just take little steps in the direction that you want to go in. And that really adds up to something significant over time. So the next time that this fear of failure arises for you, get experimental, like see it as your call to action, an invitation to improve your self-talk and an opportunity as well to choose courage and move a step closer to your full potential. Because what I do know is that you have a special gift and a unique voice and personality. So do not let that fear-based mind convince you that it's being done already or you are not as good as others or there's no point in trying because you're not going to succeed. 
You, my friend, are more powerful than any fear. You are more resilient than any setback and you are more capable than you imagine. So it's time to step into your brilliance and shine. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode today. I would love, love, love for you to share your takeaways or maybe even what came up for you when I asked you, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? So come and message me over on shannonjenkins.co on Instagram or otherwise at hello at startingoverwithshannon.com on email. And if you know of anyone who'd get a good motivational boost or has an interest in listening to this episode, please do send them across a link. Have a wonderful week, everyone.